Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I am your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm your host, Phaedra Smith. And today we're going to be talking about how I get better when I reflect. Yes. Reflection. I don't know why I had that deep voice, but yes. You always do that. Yes. <laughs> so, so, of course, we like to start our podcast off with the definition of the topic or word we're going to be discussing. So, I do have the definition here for the word reflect. Of course, there are several in the dictionary, but the one that specifically relates to what we're talking about. So the definition of reflect is to think deeply or carefully about or to give back or exhibit as an image or likeness or outline. So that's more of the definition that we might be thinking of is reflecting back something like a mirror. Hmm. But then also we're going to be talking about thinking deeply or carefully about something. Okay. So what does it mean to you, Phaedra, to reflect? I think my first thought in reflect was that kind of being able to sit back after something, you get done doing something or whatever. And so I think of thought reflecting back or, yeah. So that's, that's what it means for me to reflect is like I sit back and I reflect on something that has happened or someone's life or, and so me giving thought and attention to it is what I think of when I think of reflect. What about you? I pretty much consider it as thinking as well. Like just looking back, trying to see where I could improve or something that maybe went wrong and trying to determine what could have been done differently. Just considering something after the fact. Yeah, yeah. So I like that we we read the definition and we also have our own kind of ways of looking at it because it really does open the door for us to really kind of dig deeper and fulfill that word. And so for you, why do you think it's important for you to reflect? I think it's important because if you don't reflect on your life and the things that you've done or could have done, then you may have the tendency to repeat behaviors and patterns that may be leading you back into a place you don't want to be or a situation you don't want to see repeated. So you have to be able to look back and reflect to make changes that could be necessary to get you where you want to go. Yeah, I I like that you said that because I know that for me, it's not always easy for me to sit back and reflect because I'm not always aware, but being in therapy has been so helpful for me, even just in that area. I think a lot of people think of therapy like, oh, I'm, what problem? I don't have any problems I need to talk about. But even if you use therapy as a way to just have um, like a person that is a mirror that can be that help you to reflect And that's what us therapists kind of talk about being is like, we're just a mirror. You know, that's my job. And my therapist really has certainly been helpful in that, in that way. I don't always like looking in the mirror though. That's the thing. I don't, I'm like, oh, so my family isn't perfect. Okay. There was some, there was some toxicity. I don't really want to see that. And I think so having a way to reflect, putting yourself in situations where you can reflect, it's not just sitting back and thinking, but sometimes it is having a person that asks you to write questions because you mentioned not repeating the mistakes, but I think of also not repeating the mistakes of our parents and our grandparents and people before them. 
There's so many things that we can avoid if we have a way to reflect. Every generation should be getting better, right? So how do I avoid the pitfalls of maybe my parents or older cousins or siblings? It, it requires reflection. It really does. Right. And some of the consequences to not being able to reflect is that you may repeat the same mistake of either your family or or your own pattern. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like if you don't take the time to step back and reflect on what's happened in the way that you should, because we're going to get into the how of it a little bit later. But if you don't do that, then you're destined just to repeat the same behaviors because we are creatures of habits and we do operate in patterns. If you don't want to repeat the same mistakes, you have to take that time and go back and reflect on what happened and why and how you can do things differently. I think a lot of parents and just people in general really underestimate the power of modeling behavior. And it's such a powerful tool when it comes to repetition. So like monkey see, monkey do basically is what I've always been taught. But really like you look at, like I've had clients that have come into the office and once we start getting into their family history, they start to connect the dots at, wow, I'm doing the same thing my dad did. And then, wow, he did the same thing his dad did. And it's not intentional. It's not like you set off in life to do those things, but we model the same behaviors, the same tendencies, some of the same attitudes in life based on that. And so I do think that that's definitely a consequences of not reflecting is, again, repeating the same mistakes unintentionally. And then a barrier, let's talk about some of the barriers of us not reflecting. One is, and we were talking about earlier, is pride. Yes. Pride can get in the way because if you don't think that you have any room for improvement or you don't think you've made any mistakes, then that will likely prevent you from taking time to look back because you will be thinking, well, I've done everything right or I don't have any room for growth because I'm all that. And there's no, mm-hmm. how do you improve on perfection, right? So yeah. what's the necessity of going back? For others, it may be too painful. Like you said, there may be some things that you don't want to remember. You mm-hmm. don't want to look back at and you're afraid of going back and looking at those things. So fear, I guess, would be another barrier. Yeah. I've had so many clients, they, sorry about that, they refuse to look at the toxic behaviors of even their parents and stuff because it's like, I don't want to say that my mom was a bad mom. The truth of the matter is that maybe she was a bad Uh, She made, sorry, she made bad choices. Not that she, her behaviors don't dictate who she is all the time, but, or father or whoever it may be, but the behaviors were not. And so it goes against that kind of honoring our father and mother. And what does it look like if I have to say that, wow, they did some pretty crappy things to me. What, how does that change my relationship? So that goes along with that fear of the unknown, but that has nothing to do with how you progress forward. But that acknowledgement and that reflection is so imperative, but that is another barrier. Yeah. So also another a few barriers is that you don't understand the process of reflecting. So what does reflecting look like? What is the process that you go through? If you don't know how to do it, then you won't. Right. So that's another example of knowledge being power. You have to know how to go through the work and the process of reflecting. Yeah. Another barrier is that you don't like the process. Um, it doesn't feel good. It, it makes you uncomfortable to have yeah. to reflect on some things. And you may not like what you see when you look right. in the mirror. You may feel like you want to avoid those things. Like you said, being having to actually acknowledge and recognize what someone may have done in your past or 
or what you may have done in your past that's not so pretty, that's ugly. Yeah, yeah. So you'll avoid looking back or looking in the mirror. And another one is that you don't like the results or you get defensive. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, I went through this, I know how, and I got back what I reflected. <laughs> and I don't yeah. like the way it looks. So it goes back to not liking the process, but also not liking the results that come from reflection. Yeah, that's difficult. And I think it goes back to like, I'm going to do it even though maybe I don't feel like it and my feelings aren't aligning with what I should do. So I'm going to make a choice to do it anyways, because at the end of the day, there are reasons that we should reflect. There are some positive, positive consequences of reflection, you know, that really does help us to get better at life, right? We don't make the same mistakes and we, we are able to model different types of behavior for future generations in our family and so forth and so so on. So there are positive consequences that come with it. But how? Are, what are some ways that we can get better at reflection? So the first thing you can do is to schedule some time to do it periodically. Maybe you do it once a month. Maybe do it once every few months. Maybe do it once a week. Timetable is your timetable. It's just important to have some periodic time scheduled that you're going to be intentional about reflecting. On but reflecting on what, Charlene, is what someone might say. What am I going to sit down? at five o'clock on a Friday every month, what am I reflecting on? Well, I guess that goes into the second thing you can do is to have a plan. So a plan can look like identifying some important questions that you're going to ask yourself during that time of reflection. So for example, you might be asking yourself, what did I do this month towards this specific goal? that I set for myself? Or what are some things in my life that I've been spending time avoiding doing? Or some people or some situations I've been avoiding? And why? How am I contributing to this negative situation or this relationship issue that I'm having with someone, whether it's a spouse or a partner or uh, someone at work, you know, those are things that you can specifically have written down to check in with yourself about. So having a plan is helpful, you know, once you've established a time that you schedule to reflect on things. I think that's really good. A lot of people struggle to write in their journal daily, but even just using that journal time do that so like even if you say monthly this is going to be my the way i journal i'm going to have these questions as writing prompts Mm-hmm. And this is going to help me to self-reflect. And I hadn't really thought about that until you mentioned those questions. But those are really good journaling prompts for a time of self-reflection. Right. So that journaling then goes goes into the third way, which is to have a how. How are you going to reflect? Maybe yes. you are going to have a journal that you keep and you're going to write these things down. For some people, they don't like to write. So maybe they have a person that they feel close to or comfortable enough with that they check in with once a month or once a week. That's their accountability partner, the person that they can have a discussion with. Um, Self-reflection doesn't have to be done alone. Right. You can do it with a trusted friend or family member. You can do it with someone else because they may be able to see some things that you aren't. And if you trust them, then it's a benefit to you to reach out to them to open that process of self-reflection. And be choosy about who you are saying that you trust. This person needs to be a safe person. One that's going to tell you the truth, definitely tell you the truth, but also someone that is out for your best interest. So I do think that you want to be careful because this is someone that you're probably going to be vulnerable with. 
in order to be vulnerable, it takes courage. And I don't want to always have to be watching my back or double thinking the intentions of this person if I'm you, if I'm actually taking the time to self-reflect. So I do think making sure you choose that person wisely or those people wisely, if you're going to use them as a means to, to reflect. Yeah. Do you have anything else before we wrap up on reflection? Anything else that you do or that someone could do in order to get better at reflecting? Well, one of the things just that I was going to add was that along with the prompts, I think those are definitely things that if you're saying, well, what do I need to reflect on? But another thing I think it's also good to reflect on every now and then is just how am I doing physically? just kind of reflecting on like, how's my health going? How are my feelings going? My emotions going? But also like, if you guys recently had a family outing, how how did that go? What could I have done differently or what can I do better? Because I always think of reflecting on like projects and work and things like that. But also you are a manager of your life and of your family. So those are also things to reflect on. Like, oh, this situation happened with my child and maybe I reacted in a way that I wish I had reacted in differently. So reflecting on that and, and picking apart what are the good things that I did, but then what are the ways that I could improve and, and making sure to celebrate the good things also. We, we don't always give ourselves enough celebration time. So making sure we kind of do that yeah I was gonna say that I'm glad you did at the end like reflection isn't always about finding what we did wrong but also what did we do right what are some strengths that we have what are some things that we improved on so that was a good point and that what I was thinking about saying before you said it was reflection could be a time of celebration too not just a time of let's talk about all the bad and the mistakes and things I did wrong but what are some things that went right and how do I improve upon that and get even better at those things yeah. or, or repeat yeah. that thing so I can see the same success again. Yeah, I like that. I think I think this is a very good topic that people can really kind of take and run with. So we encourage you guys to really dig deep in this and let it kind of take some root into your life and really we're not going to be perfect at this even even if that we're talking about it we're not going to do this perfectly but when it comes to you try to be intentional about some of these things these are ways that we are we can't these are ways that we can improve our lives to have more peace and joy and and love and contentment and so let's all practice getting better at it and so um with that being said that's our time for today so please remember to rate review subscribe um like our social media pages share i get better podcast i get better all one word okay yes when you put all the words together i get better yes exactly as it's supposed to be without the spaces together yeah so (laughs) i get better and you can find us on facebook instagram you can also find us on our website at www.greenhousecounselingfl for florida Yes. And so feel free to send us questions or topics that you want to hear discussed on the show. We're going to try to do some Facebook lives and Instagram lives. So make sure you subscribe to our pages and you're following us so that you can be aware when we when we're on. But until next time, let's keep getting better so that we can do better in order to be better. Bye. Bye.